made it to season two of Old Dirty Benches. Glad to see you again. This is Patty Popcorn. I was going to say Patricia Palomitas, but somebody laughed at me, so... I'll just keep it real. Patty Popcorn. And here's JD to tell you what we actually do here. Hello, everyone. This is JD. So, if you've landed on us, this is a podcast dedicated to lighthearted, humorous discussions regarding crimes of the powerful. We will also be discussing our review of recent movies or series that have been released, and these episodes will drop every other weekend. For those of you who don't know, white-collar crime is typically orchestrated by those in occupational positions with the opportunity to commit these crimes. These crimes include insider trading, fraud, tax evasion, bribery, price fixing, and of course, corruption. We will discuss real cases, related articles, podcasts, and documentaries, movies related to the crime. Ready, set, go. Patty. Yes. Oh, that was abrupt. This is JD. <laughs> Thank God you told me. <laughs> you There's only sure. two of us you here. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> Who am I speaking with? <laughs> this is the voice from the great beyond. <laughs> <laughs> this weather sucks, man. Oh, dude. It's uh, making me so sleepy. Oh, yeah. For real. And then yesterday, we were trying to do a little bit of errands because I'm in between classes right now. And it was super rainy, so we're trying to, like, go out and do a little bit of shopping and stuff. And uh, it was pouring the yeah. entire time. Yeah. I was like, this is bullshit. I was working drive-up in the rain. <laughs> wondering where I went wrong in my life. <laughs> And it's so funny. People are like, oh, I'm sorry you have to work in the rain. I'm like, it's because of you I know, you're that like, I'm coming uh, out here. Did you place an online order that <laughs> made me come out here? To uh, how do you shit? think it was going to float out to you? <laughs> Magically. Whatever. People are funny. Uh, yes. Uh, consumers. <laughs> That's what we like to call them. Um Okay, so today we're going to do a movie review. Okay. This is on the movie Antlers, which I have been waiting to watch for a while. <laughs> waiting, waiting and waiting. Yes, because uh, it was in the movie theaters and then it finally came out on right. HBO. So she waited till it was frizzle <laughs> with the subscription. With the subscription. Yeah, which, by the way, I looked up your other show because I was like, I'm totally... Is that what you were talking about? Epics, yes. you need a subscription? Yeah, I went and clicked on it because I looked up the show. But I don't think I signed up for it, so it must just be part of our cable. I guess so. You guys got the oh, super well, too deluxe bad. package. And of we course, got the we blog in those hours, baby. <laughs> we got no school. <laughs> That's our whole life. I know. Uh, yesterday, at the end of the day, my spouse was like, well, this was really fun, honey. I was like, isn't it sad when... Like, like running errands is a fun day Yeah, it's like a fucking fun thing to do with your spouse because you're so busy doing other shit. That's and you have wrong. a small break. Sad and wrong. Oh, God. I was like, we're literally just buying some ground beef. <laughs> that was um, fun. <laughs> yeah. Um, some chili for our chili dogs yesterday. And oh, you made them? Yeah, we actually made them. Mm. And 
Okay, shortage on, I guess, chili for some reason. Like, they had two brands literally at the store. What kind? Not the fucking kind we wanted, which was Hormel. Oh, what'd you get? And I like it with the beans, people. I like Nally's. Do you use Nally's? No, they didn't have that. It was, we ended up getting Wolf, I think. Uh, which was not terrible, but it's no harm. You should have just driven through Wiener Snits on I thought about chilly. it. I well, here's the thing. I was thinking about this this morning. I can't fair weather fan. No, I was like, <laughs> I couldn't have done that. Went oh, but like, then I just order their food because why? Yes, or and I was like, it's such a treat for me. I don't now want to have the chili in my house mm, because I'd I get go it. up there and just yeah. like, go get it. It wouldn't be the same anymore. No, nah. It's like if you had Christmas every day. <laughs> It would take the fun out right. of it. Right. We'd be like, again, yeah, we'd Christmas. Be like, I'm tired of you fucking people. <laughs> I'm tired of you, Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> Just okay. But I digress. Yeah, sorry. Tangent. Um, antlers. Antlers. Okay. Here we go. So. Rating. Plot first, right? Okay. And Synopsis. Then okay. So the plot is, in a small town in Central Oregon, Frank Weaver runs a meth lab. <laughs> Which I thought was an interesting aspect of the movie because meth is everywhere. Right. right. Um, he runs a meth lab out of an abandoned mine. Who the fuck picks an abandoned mine, dude? That's Frank creepy. Weaver. That's I know. Who. I'm not going to do it. But uh, while his young son, Aiden, waits outside the mine in his truck, Frank and an accomplice are attacked by an unseen creature. I think his accomplice was actually his brother. Um, investigating strange noises, Aiden is also attacked by the creature. Frank and Aiden survive their encounter with the creature and return home. Where their condi- condition quickly worsens, Frank sets up a locked room and demands that no matter what, Aiden's older brother Lucas keeps them locked inside. That's their synopsis? Yeah. Huh. I know. I don't know where I ripped it That's off kind from. of weird, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I would. We should write our own and then compare it. That's actually a good idea, too. Um, because it, so, well, let's do the rating first and then we'll get into some of the things, you know, some of my thoughts about the movie and then okay. what your thoughts were. Okay. So is this a mummy, a red licorice or a wiener schnitzel for you? It's closer to a wiener schnitzel. Okay. Agreed. It's above a red licorice, yes. though. Yeah. I liked it. So did I. I would probably give it a B minus. I'd give it a solid B. Okay. There's some reasons why. Um, <laughs> I'm sure they're very deep. <laughs> <laughs> um, so. Okay. So turn it off if you haven't seen it. Yeah, go watch it. <laughs> if, if you want to watch the movie before you listen to us, please do so. Because um, now we're going to blow this shit wide open. <laughs> we're going to tell the whole thing. Yeah. Or if you don't want to watch it, you can just listen to us explain what happens. Yeah. Because some people don't like horror flicks. Right. Some this people is... are scaredy cats. Yeah. I my mean, husband was one of yes, them. Yes. Um, my husband also was kind of hesitant. But then I was like, watch the trailer. He watched it, though. Let me know. He watched the trailer. He was like, I think I can do this. So then we sat down together and watched <laughs> it. <laughs> oh, I need my blankie. <laughs> yeah. Honey, hold my hand. <laughs> Turn no, the lights on. Um. So, Carrie Russell is Julia Meadows. I love Carrie Russell, by the way. Mm-hmm. Um, the American. Yes, I was so going to say that show is awesome. She's like sublime. Yes, in that movie. Um, Graham Greene as uh, Warren Stokes. Jesse Plemons. I like Jesse a lot. Yeah, as an me actor. too. He's actually the brother of Julia. Um, they live together in their parents' home in the movie. Uh, she's a teacher, and he's actually um, a sheriff. sheriff right? Yes. 
So, and um, it was filmed in British Columbia, not Oregon, oh, FYI. No. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're like, where's this in Oregon? <laughs> yeah. It's very beautiful. <laughs> not that Oregon isn't beautiful, but it doesn't look like that. Yeah. Uh, I always find it interesting, which we did the same thing with Malignant, right? Um, yeah, like why? It was supposed to take place in Seattle, but they never filmed it in Seattle. Well, I was thinking about so. that, small tangent. I bet you they did that for the underground tour thing. Because oh. where else would, you know, are yeah. you going to have an underground tour? Yeah. Anyways. True. Continue. Okay. So this... Um, <laughs> Trying to keep it tight. <laughs> this movie was directed by uh, Scott Cooper. I was trying to look up the budget for this movie, um, and it was hard to actually find it. It seemed like it was like some sort of big secret. I don't know why, but um, mm-hmm. it was difficult for me to locate. Uh, and um, it did come out in the middle of the pandemic. So I think that it probably would have made more money had that not been a factor. Yes. Mm -hmm. So, um, so one thing this movie was based on, uh, and I kind of wanted to get into the Wendigo folklore Mm -hmm. that this monster basically is about. Mm -hmm. Um, and this is one of the reasons why I, Uh, went down a little bit on my grading for this movie because I felt like (laughs) I know I'm sorry I'm getting ready to nerd out here oh boy um I felt like they should have spent more time giving us background information well did they even say Wendigo they did uh there is a small the scene Native American guy yes um because I didn't even know what that was. Yeah. That was one of my biggest complaints with the movie. um, Because you're like, what is this? Yes. What is going on? Yeah. So, uh, Warren Stokes um, is the previous sheriff who's now retired. um, And he hunts a lot and stuff. But he'll come in and visit with... In the sheriff's department or whatever. Was that the Native American Yes, guy? but okay. he's actually indigenous. Um, and then they go to him and he tells them about the Wendigo, but very shortly and extremely brief. Mm-hmm. And I really felt like they should have spent more time elaborating on that. Since right. this was basically what they were saying, this is the Wendigo. So, right. Um, but they don't really. They don't. It's just like... We don't know what the hell's yeah, going on. Uh, something weird's Some happening. Creature. And then they go and talk to uh, Warren, and he's like, it's the Wendigo in scene. And you're <laughs> like, like, what no. the fuck is the Wendigo? And I'm like looking it up. What's a Wendigo? <laughs> <laughs> Which I had seen like on uh, Paranormal, caught yeah. on tape or whatever, the yes. shows they talk about yeah. that. There's like different shows that have covered the Wendigo. Um, there's Pretty also creepy. other podcasts out there that have talked <laughs> what? about Again, the Wendigo. There's other podcasts <laughs> <laughs> besides this very professional one. <laughs> we were just are talking we recording? About- <laughs> yes. Uh, we are okay. almost 10 minutes in. Woo. We were just talking about our last episode uh, that we just released yesterday called The Guilty, uh, where I totally fucked up the <laughs> recording. Um, and it, it was just cuts off. It was due to equipment. I'm not going to say it was really my my fault, but I didn't realize it had stopped recording. So um, so then we hodgepodge it at the end, and I was crying <laughs> laughing just listening to it. So I recommend you. <laughs> oh, there's some nuggets of hilarity uh, in that one. Again, we're classy here. <laughs> Extremely professional. Um, exactly. No. Grade A. <laughs> Choice. I mean, I don't think... I, and this is no shade to the indie podcasts out there that do a great job editing and producing their episodes, but 
I don't have fucking time for that. Right. And this you don't have time. For fun. This is our hobby. This is just me so. to hang out with JD, you guys. Yes. I'll yeah. do whatever. <laughs> Come talk about a Wendigo. <laughs> a Winnebago. <laughs> Um, so I wanted to talk a little bit about the Wendigo before we get into the movie. So, um, the Wendigo is actually, uh, based on Algonquin legends, um, and it haunts the Northern forests of the United States and Canada. So, and it's, uh, always looking for people to eat. Mm -hmm. It's always hungry. I think I'm part Wendigo. (laughs) (laughs) I, I gotta tell you, man, I don't know. I might be one too. Um, because I'm <laughs> some days I'm very hungry. <laughs> uh, it can never get enough, though. Like yeah. no matter how much it eats, it's I uh, again. I think I'm. It's me. I know. Well, slight tangent. I feel like as I'm getting into my 40s, right? Uh, somebody has turned a switch on, and I'm instantly fat now. And it doesn't matter. <laughs> oh, baby, just wait. <laughs> just you wait. <laughs> I'm like going to the gym. And I'm fat now. And this is how I am. (laughs) Just wait. Oh, this is great. I know that my one of my old supervisors probably does not listen to this podcast. But I remember uh, working for her. And one day she came in and she started talking about her belly and like how she's she was constantly bloated now and she was like i don't know where this thing came from yeah i can't get rid of it yeah and i kind of feel like i'm menopause belly yes it's a thing dude i know and i'm like i don't know like when this fucking thing showed up it's like somebody drew the curtains and then all of a sudden they were like (laughs) 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 no to me it's like a big bread dough just hanging there (laughs) <laughs> suddenly my underwear is like folding over on <laughs> okay wait we gotta get back <laughs> okay sorry oh my god sorry. i'm crying again <laughs> three episodes in a row now i've been crying oh, talking about my our belly god fat. okay <laughs> anyway <laughs> Just wait, everyone. Just wait. Why <laughs> we feel like oh, we're God. we're part Wendigo? Horrible. Okay, so as but a, Wendigos want meat. They do human meat, mm-hmm. not donuts and <laughs> and crappy <laughs> stuff like that. As many cookies as they uh, can eat. Yep. Um. <laughs> so, uh, as the tale goes, the Wendigo was once a lost hunter during a brutally cold winter. Um, the man's intense hunger drove him to cannibalism. Yep. So after feasting on another human's flesh, he transformed into a crazed man beast roaming the forest in search of other people to eat. So some think it's a relative of Big- Bigfoot, other think others think it's more of a werewolf. But it's drawn like it's part deer or yeah. something. Is um, that because of the hunter? I think so. And then, you know, uh, I was, (laughs) so we usually take the dogs when it's not raining early in the morning. We get up around 4.30. We get ready. (laughs) (laughs) I just rolled my eyes and said, what? (laughs) 4.30. Who the fuck gets up at 4.30 to go walking? Because we work. People that are suspect, that's who. (laughs) Listen, because we got to go to work in the morning and we want to make sure they've had their poops. They're like, 
exercise. Ready to sit around and live the high life while you go to work. <laughs> yep. Dogs I get it. Are, our dogs are spoiled. So, listen, we watched this movie and I started doing research for our uh, episode. And you're like, oh, they come out in the morning. So, we get up early ass in the morning. In the dark. It's full moon. It's uh, just a Wendigo waiting to happen. Yeah, it was eerie out. We were hearing some noises. The dogs were like howling and stuff. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and I start telling him, I'm like, yeah, I was looking this this Wendigo up, and some of the illustrations and stuff and descriptions actually match uh, or look like something comparable to Krampus. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I said that creeped me out a little bit because this is two different cultures that have but a... But they're explaining the same thing. Yes, they have a yeah. similar type of monster or demon. Yeah. And so uh, my spouse was like, can you stop talking about this? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Rainbows <laughs> and unicorns. Yeah. He's like, That's you're freaking me <laughs> And I'm the man and I have to be in charge. <laughs> In case we get attacked. <laughs> so we just changed the subject and started talking about something else. But it was <laughs> creepy, though, to see the similarities between... In the way they look. Yes. Yeah. Uh, From two different things. Yeah, so. it actually gave me goosebumps when I was looking at it. But <laughs> um, So, since the Wendigo is said to be a cold-weather creature, most sightings have been reported in Canada, as well as the colder northern states in the U.S., like Minnesota. Um, at the turn of the 20th century, the Algonquin tribes blamed many unsolved disappearances of people on Wendigo attacks. Huh. Yeah. So. But did it say in the folklore that if you survive, then you're going to turn into one? Um, so let me see. Uh, I didn't see that. Yeah. The Wendigo's. kind of creative licensing. I, yeah, I think they kind of adapted it a little bit. Uh, so. It's not the largest or the most muscular beast. Um, some of the drawings even kind of depict it as like the skeletons and stuff are kind of like the rib cage and everything yeah. is like hanging out. Um, but some have said that it's almost 15 feet tall and the body's often described as being emaciated. So, uh, right, because it can't ever eat enough. Yeah, it can't ever eat enough. Um, <clears throat> It's never satisfied with the cannibalistic urges. It's obsessed with hunting for new victims, forever hungry until it eats another person. So um, one of the ethno-historians that I looked up uh, said that the Wendigo was described as large, had sharp claws, and massive eyes like an owl. However, some other people simply described the Wendigo as a skeleton-like figure with ash-toned skin. Different versions of the Wendigo legend say different things about his speed and agility. Some claim he is unusually fast and can endure walking for a long period of time, even in harsh winter conditions. Others say he's more haggard-mannered and um, almost like he look, looks like he's falling apart. But speed wouldn't necessarily be a skill for a monster of this nature, I don't think. Yeah. So, uh, it... The Wendigo doesn't really rely on pursuing his prey in order to capture and eat it. Rather, um, one of its creepiest traits is its ability to mimic human voices, which is kind of depicted in the movie. Mm -hmm. um, it uses this skill to lure people in and draw them away from civilization. Once they're isolated in the desolate depths of the wilderness, he attacks them and then feasts on them. 
So the Algonquin people say that during the turn of the 20th century, a large number of their people went missing. The tribes attributed many of the mysterious disappearances to the Wendigo or the spirit of the lonely places. So the rough translation of Wendigo is the evil spirit that devours mankind. Its translation is related to yet another version of the Wendigo that has the power to curse humans by possessing them. So, all right. Yes. Um, you got more in that than you would from the whole movie, everyone. <laughs> so, apparently, it's like, what the fuck's going on I know. with these people? I wanted that's why I wanted to cover a little bit of the folklore first mm. before we got into the movie. But I guess once the Wendigo infiltrates your minds, it can turn uh, the person into a Wendigo as well, instilling upon them a similar lust for human flesh. And one of the most infamous cases is the story of Swift Runner, a Native American man who murdered and ate his whole family during the winter of 1879. So Swift Runner claimed to be possessed by a Wendigo spirit at the time of the murders. Still, he was hanged for his crime. So um, there's actually a little derivation of the devil made me do it right there. Yes. And there's quite a few other stories about the spirit possessing people and communities um, stretching from northern Quebec, excuse me, to the Rockies. And um, creepy. Many of the reports are very similar to Swift Runner's case. So that is a little bit about the folklore on (laughs) Wendigo. And now the movie. And now we'll talk about uh, the movie. Giving you a little bit of background of what the actual monster is. So, um, one thing I did find out is the movie is the same location in town where Rambo First Blood was filmed. All right. Not that I give a fuck, but. (laughs) Just a little fun fact. Yeah, fun fact. All right. I did not know this. Yeah, I seen that and I was like, oh. Interesting. Yeah, because I Depressing town. Sweet. (laughs) Check. Well, I argue Forks a lot. was unavailable, um, so. <laughs> I argue a lot with my husband on this movie because he thinks it's, like, one of the greatest movies. And Rambo? I'm like, yeah, I'm like, it's oh, shit. Oh, boy. So, sorry if anybody out there likes it. <laughs> it's a mummy. It's <laughs> So, uh, I thought the whole thing with the um, mine shaft where they were actually cooking the meth. Uh-huh. That part was interesting because it's supposed to be this small town where the factories have now shut down. Mm-hmm. There's it's no work. It's community. Yeah. Um, which we're currently seeing today. So I did like that fact that they had, or that factor, that nuance they had added into the movie. Because they're in there. Um, they hear some noises. Well, you know something shady is going on. <clears throat> so it's a dad and a kid, and the dad is... Like, doing something in the mind. Mm-hmm. Work. He doesn't say what. No. no. But, you know, when he goes inside, something shady's going on. Yeah. And, and he it, doesn't want the kid to come in there. Yeah, he tells him not to come in, just to wait, you know, right. outside in the truck. Just I, play around this abandoned mine. What could go wrong? <laughs> <laughs> Who hasn't said that, right? <laughs> I mean, there's, like, been so many reported paranormal stuff that's happened in those mines because of deaths and accidents yeah. and stuff. It's just not a place you want to bring a kid. N- well... Yeah, and I mean, I know he had other issues cooking fucking meth with your brother down there. Um, But here's my thing: when we've talked about this before, something creepy starts happening. (laughs) I.e., you hear fucked up noises coming down the shaft that you've not explored, or they heard like animal noises. Yes, 
but they were creepy, like yeah. almost like a human voice sort of, and then screeches. Um, I'm not going to go investigate that shit. <laughs> exactly. Stop. <laughs> yeah. Stop but it. But then the movie would have been really short, so he had to. True. I know that, but still. <laughs> JD in the meth cave is not going to go well, fucking JD investigate JD wouldn't it. be in the meth cave no. for JD number one. JD would not one. be there, number one. Now, I might be there, like, undercover or <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> oh, breath. Busting <laughs> Can I just say, though, that I didn't fully get that the kid in the truck was a different kid than the kid in the the main part of the movie. I thought that took me a while, and Mm -hmm. I was like, wait a second. And I even, after it was over, rewatched the beginning, and I was like, oh, that's a totally different different kid. kid. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. So good old Patty on the case. No, it I'm actually, like, wait, I don't understand. Yeah, I thought the same thing too. I actually thought Lucas was the one exactly that was in, in the Me truck too. that went into Me the too. cave, but then realized no, it was his younger brother right. Aiden yep. later on. So, um, all right, I'm glad it wasn't just me. I was like, wait a second, what's going on? Yeah, um, and uh, of course, his dad ends up locking himself up in that room with mm. all those deadbolts and stuff and tells him not to come in there. So you're already living in poverty. Right. I felt horrible for that little boy. Fuck yeah. Because like as you're seeing the movie unfold, he's having to do some pretty gruesome fucked up yeah. shit. And, and then, he just he's gets bullied and oh yeah. so cute. Yeah. Because he's poor. You know, and then his parents was dad. Well, I feel like the whole town was poor. Yeah. But oh, still. But there was he like. Was poorer than yeah, most people. There was degrees of poverty um, going on in the town. Of course, that one kid, that asshole. Oof. Oh, yeah. The one that was picking on him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He got it, though. He, he got did. what he deserved. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that was my favorite part. Um, Good riddance, whatever your name was. <laughs> Well, you know, Carrie... Brandon, Bryce, I don't know. <laughs> Brandon, Bryce. <laughs> well, you know, there was like one point where Carrie Russell's character, Julia, the teacher, she picks up that something's going on with the kid and um, goes to the principal right. or vice principal to talk to them about it. And they're like, look, we, we know this is going on with the kids, but, you know, CPS and us as well basically feel like they're better off with their families than taking them away. And they're better off in school. Yes. So don't rock the boat. Where, yeah, they're getting some reprieve from their home life. So. What a what a great place we live, huh, everybody? <laughs> That's great. Um, yeah, Lucas is literally collecting dead carcasses after school. To feed to, to his To feed dad. to his dad. And, um, and then it looks like his little brother is just kind of eating like rotten food and stuff that he can well he collect. like gives him little like nuggets or yeah. whatever that he finds mm-hmm. he's yeah. like cutting pieces off of the dead carcasses uh both his little brother and his dad are stuck in this room where it's extremely dark yeah no light at all their skin is starting to look really so you gross. know like that the something's up with the dad but you don't really know anything it just seems like he has the younger brother up there with him for no reason yeah but like uh, He's he continues to look more and more emancipated. Mm-hmm. Emaci- <laughs> emaciated. Yeah, thank you. He got free? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> um 
And the dad is like, I mean, his hair's falling out. He's growling. He looks bad, like a vampire, sort of. Yeah, he's starting to crawl around on the floor and, like, just doing, like, some weird shit. Um, He looks abnormal. So you're like, something's fucking And he wrong has, with like, him. a glowing chest. Yeah, like, that his weird. chest almost looks like there's fire in it. Yeah. Um, And he's constantly, him and the younger brother are constantly complaining about being hungry. Yeah. Like, they cannot eat enough. Um. But Lucas continues to have to sleep there at night while they're running around the room, growling. And at one point, he puts his headphones on. I was like, fuck, that would be a fucked up situation. Yeah. But he doesn't want to leave because his little brother's there. Right. I was like, ugh. <laughs> <laughs> Set it on fire. Yeah. Um. At one point, his little brother actually throws up, and there's, like, blood coming out of his eyes and mouth. That was really gross. That was gross. Mm -hmm. Um, It's not a good situation. (laughs) So, like, they actually find the accomplice that was helping at the meth cave, which is his brother, the dad's brother. The uncle. Yeah, and he's, like, totally, like, scraped clean of flesh. Like, his rib cage is hanging out. I mean, it was gross. Um, <laughs> JD's favorite. The more guts, the better. Yeah, the more gory, the better. Um, but the principal decides that she's going to go over and check on Lucas. Cause because Carrie tells her, like, something's up Something's here. wrong. So she actually goes to the house. She tries to call the... the oh, no, we forgot the part where Carrie goes over there and is, oh, like, yeah. snooping around. But she, she gets hears, the willies. she like, weird sounds. And, and she's, she's like, like, something's not right. She's like, nope. And gets the fuck <laughs> out of smart. there. She's smart. Yeah. I, I'm totally Carrie in this situation. There's no fucking way. Yeah. Sorry. It, you're already understanding that something creepy is going on or right. out of sorts. And then you start hearing some weird shit like that. Not going in there. And she tries to make friends with... Lucas. Yeah, she but does. He's like very closed off. <laughs> yeah, go away. You don't understand. Yeah. And um, the mom has passed away too. We didn't say that. Oh yeah, the mom did. Pass so away. he's all alone. Yes, yes. Horrible. So principal, how old is he? Like fourth grade? Yeah, I think so. He looked like he was like he's small. Ten. Yeah, fifth grade maybe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He was adorable. I wanted to adopt. I know him. he was super cute. I was like, no, Lucas. I know. Um, so the principal goes over to the house. She goes into it. Dummy. Calling out. And can we just say, like, everyone that goes over there makes a face because it smells like, like death. Fucking death in there. Who the hell would go in there? (laughs) No. I mean, she's totally grossed out. She's now, like, holding her nose. Yeah. And she's still, like, snooping around their house. Uh, she gets up to the locked door. And, and what she, does she do? hears a little boy crying on the other side, and then she opens it. She gets a screwdriver and unlocks it. Yes. What? <laughs> no. <laughs> Call the freaking sheriff. What are you doing? I don't know, dude. I was like, but again, we are watching a movie. We need the story there. So, but yeah, I'm not doing that. Same. I'm hightailing it the fuck right. out of there. Bye. <laughs> I'm not gonna do it. I mean, the dad ends up attacking and eating her, and then he changes into something really fucking creepy. Um, he attacks the school bully who was picking on Lucas. 
Right. So like eating her kind of makes his metamorphosis complete. Yeah. Like he's he like, like bursts through his own body yeah. into this new creature. Windigo. Which looks like a creepy thing with antlers. Yeah. <laughs> Hence the title. <laughs> yes, antlers. It so was he really looks like creepy. a skinny, creepy uh deer or elk or something yeah and then uh by the way julia actually drives back out there by herself also absolutely fucking not i'm not doing that either (laughs) and lucas has covered up the because the principal went missing yeah he realizes because he sees her car there and then he's like "Uh uh-oh and the door was open yes he's like double uh (laughs) uh-oh was the brother still up there or did he leave too? Um, I think he had disappeared. He left too. Yeah. yeah. So they both mm-hmm. got out. Yeah. But uh, he covers up the sh- car with a tarp. Yes. And is just hanging out in the house trying to yeah. avoid the police. Yeah, because he doesn't want to get in trouble or his family. Right. Um, we do learn along the way that the only method to kill the Wendigo is to extinguish its beating heart. So that is a tidbit we do learn. Um. From the Native American Yes, guy. the short scene where he uh, mentions... Briefly talks about yes. it. Um, so, Julia actually takes Lucas back to her house because she's also suffered some um, abuse and trauma as a little kid. So, she sees that Lucas is going through some something very traumatic and she feels bad. So, she brings him back to the house where her and her brother live. Um, Which is their old family house. Yep, their old family <laughs> house. Uh, younger brother ends up somehow making it to the shed by the house, Aiden. Um, and then we keep hearing fucking creepy sounds in the dark out in the woods, uh, which I was, my skin was crawling listening to that shit. Because I'm like, man, if I'm well, sitting so in the house. They found the kid's body at this point, though, right? Yes, they did. The bully. Yep. So they know something's fucking going on. All right. And they're like, what is going, What? who's doing this? Is mm-hmm. it a, an animal or a person or whatever? So then the brother, Jesse Plumman, has his deputy go and stand outside his house. Yep. And it doesn't end well for that guy. <laughs> So he hears something in the shed. Yes. And he fucking goes over there. I'd be in the house like, I quit. <laughs> can I uh, Can I hide in here, please? <laughs> something out there uh, and is making a creepy And it's the brother. Noise. But where the brother is, the dad, Wendigo, is not far behind. Yeah. He's, and he's he gets there. gored. Fuck yeah. He like. With an antler. Mm-hmm. Pierces him. And then eats him. And well, he's alive though. Until yeah, he's Jesse like, gets there. yeah, barely breathing at this point. Um, Julia then goes outside looking for her brother because at this point, Paul's also showed up, and um, he There's gets a bunch attacked. Of dumb people wandering around outside with a Wendigo <laughs> around. Nope. <laughs> yeah, the brother Paul gets attacked. He gets like pierced in the shoulder. Yeah. Julia helps him. Um. And then she ends up going to the mine shaft to look for Lucas because when all of that crazy shit was going on, he Lucas takes off. takes off trying to get his brother. Yeah, to get Aiden. Um, again, I felt bad for Lucas. He's just trying to, like, be the older I big know. brother. I feel like I'd be like, you're on your own, Robin. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> I'd be like, well, Aiden. She's going to be like, gee, thanks. It was good while it lasted, little bro. Um, Godspeed. <laughs> I'll be praying for you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Um, so they actually find Aiden in the mine shaft with his papa, who is currently eating a bear and a big bear at that. Um, he looks like a goddamn cross between a m- moose and like the aliens and Krampus all rolled into yeah, one. It's creepy. He's a fucking monster. It's disturbing. Uh, Julia has to kill Aiden as well because he's also turning into a right, Wendigo. Right, so he's got that glowing chest. <laughs> yeah, chest thing going on. Uh, it was a whole fucking mess in there. Um, so they end up killing Papa. They also kill Aiden. Sad. And then it looks Even like... Even though Lucas didn't want him to. No, Lucas didn't want him like, to. we have to do it. Yeah, sorry, Lucas. Look away. And then... <laughs> She stabs him in the heart. (laughs) Earmuffs. Yeah. So then we're like, oh, happy ending. Monster's gone. And they're out by the water. And well, now Lucas is going to live with Julia and her brother, who's recovering from him getting injured. And then right before the movie ends. Well, then he says, what if he's, what if Lucas starts turning into it? Are you going to be able to kill him or something? And she was like, We'll have to do whatever needs to be done or something mm-hmm. queer, something like weird yeah. like that. Yeah. And then you see that the brother, the sheriff, is turning into one. Yeah. And it's him that's going to have to get killed. Yes. <gasps> and the then end. the end. Because <laughs> <laughs> he starts bleeding at his eyes. Yeah. I was like, oh, no. So it was like a foreshadowing. It like, was. Are yeah. you going to be able to kill me? Yep. So it was kind of a downer, really. Yeah, because it's like, it's just a cycle. It gets passed on to somebody else, yeah. and then, yeah. And on and on. Yeah, but it was pretty good, though. I it didn't was, mind it. It was scary. Mm-hmm. It was suspenseful. I liked it. It was just kind yeah. of sad. Yeah. I mean, uh, like I said, I the reason I graded it a B plus. Uh, was because of the lack of Wendigo. Yeah. Backs. Yeah, because you're like, what? Yeah. I have to do homework for this I know. movie? Yeah, I felt... Unacceptable. <laughs> I felt like they really could have done a better job explaining the background well, yeah, on yeah, because if you don't watch paranormal stuff, you're not going to know what a no. Wendigo is. And mm-hmm. you're just going to be like, what the hell is even going on here? Yeah. Which I have seen those paranormal shows and I have heard of a Wendigo, but yes. I still didn't put it together. Yeah. Yeah, it's that's essentially what it is. It's um, based on indigenous folklore. folklore yeah. Um, so, uh, definitely I definitely worth watching. Yeah, though. I would definitely advocate for people to watch this. It was really good. Um, I thought they did a good job on keeping the anxiety level up. Yeah, for the creepiness and then the unveiling of the monster itself. So, yeah. Creepy. Yes, creepy. And sad. Poor Lucas. I know, poor Lucas. I felt really bad for him. <laughs> but his, anyway, you should watch it. Yeah, his situation was not good. Um, <laughs> it was not good. We give the situation a mummy, but we give the movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, poor guy. Like a BB minus. I mean, he's like living in poverty. His dad's doing meth stuff. And then this fucking his mom monster died. Yeah. Did his dad kill the mom? I don't think so. I mean, they don't really ever give us a lot of background on her death. Right. So. It's just sad. But anyway, yeah. it was a good movie. Yeah. So watch it. Um, if you like scary. Mm-hmm. If um, you like creature movies like I do. 
Yes. It's worth watching. Yes. Agree. 100%. Um, so that condu- uh, concludes. Excuse <laughs> conducts. Me. Not conducts. I'm having problems with my work today. Um, <laughs> our movie review on Antlers. We hope you liked it. And uh, please, you know, drop us some comments. The usual. Yep. Like, like and subscribe. Follow. Rate. <laughs> email. You uh, know. You know what to do. Oh, We're not going to handhold you anymore. No, all dirty benches at gmail.com. Okay. <laughs> Have a great one. <laughs> all right. Any last words? Uh, actually, quickly. Oh, yes. It was the SAG Awards last night. Oh, yeah, it was. And Coda. Oh, I've seen that. Yeah, so watch it. I bench. know. I know. I told. And the dad won, too. Yes. And Michael Keaton won for Dope I've Sick. seen that because apparently he wasn't there right away. And no, Salma Hayek was like, I have stage fright. <laughs> and then he like rolled yeah. up on the stage I'm and like, was like, oh, sorry. No, he's in the bathroom. <laughs> there was a, so, long, a really long line at the yeah. bathroom. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, yay. I know. We're, we're going to watch it. I promise. And you will like it. Yes. I promise. I agree. Okay, everyone. Okay. All right. (laughs) That's it. No more tangents. All right. Bye, bitches. Bye.